podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, I, I think, interesting. And uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. If you can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, It is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you the number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast because the math doesn't dictate it um, unless they move the line yeah. back or they do some things. So I love uh, that combination too, statistics or basketball. And I keep thinking back to the shot chart graphic I saw maybe a week ago where they showed that the uh, 200 most popular shots in the NBA. You yes. saw that one too? Yeah. All perimeter and then some dunks. And right. That's it. Ago, it was you know, spattered all throughout inside the three-point line. Yep. Yep. And the thing is I have a I have about I have like a five I know I have like a five nine, five ten, five nine, I'll give him five nine, five nine point guard that his game is mid range. No yeah. one's no one knows how to defend it. Like I said, yeah. I said, Junior, this is your game because you have to be able to shoot that shot like it's a layup. He goes, What do you mean? I go, that has to be like if you get it open, because you're you're not big for even for you know division one, which is the highest level in our state. You know, you're you're five eight, five nine. You're not gonna get to the rack. You have to be able to hit that ten footer like it's a layup, and you'll get them because no one knows how to defend them. No one's working on it. People are working on how to defend the three point line and how to defend the the layup. So, um, part of me, if we go back to this part, part of me over here says that um, there's there's an opening on that mid range that everyone's going to go the those. Ex- so my mind is going, okay, well. The regression to the mean, right? I mean, it is. That kind of concept, it right? is. <laughs> and it's like the, the swing back to that mid-range game is going to come in the next seven to eight years. You wait. Um, I'm yeah. just not sure how it's going to come. Because um, everyone kind of follows the NBA. You know, trickles. it's kind of like trickle-down thing. Um, but I think the line needs to move back in high school. I'm just not sure when that's going to happen. That, yeah, I agree with that, too. It's, that it's this. Yeah. That's a lot of lines to repaint. That's a lot of lines to repaint. <laughs> yeah, I went back to my high school. I'm from the Bay Area um, around Christmas time, and our, our court still hasn't been painted in, I think, 12 years or so. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, been. right. Which is crazy. I mean, it's. Uh, I know. But hey, I, I understand, you know, you got only budget for certain things. 
So it's, it's tough, and that's a lot of kind of what BSN Sports is trying to, to help. But so we talk about uh, the current state of high school basketball a lot. That was one of the notes I wanted to keep uh, kind of ask you a little bit about. We kind of covered that really the last 10 minutes. My only other question on that would be, um, do you think there still are quite a few coaches that maybe haven't caught on to the, the craze that's you know trickling down from the NBA already where you shoot only threes so there's still kind of some dinosaurs out there that I think are there are but I, I definitely think there are and I'm also a non-shot clock guy mm -hmm. um and I know you grew up with a shot clock if you're from California yeah um yeah and and the reason is I think high school basketball is this is this very unique thing we play halves too and you guys probably play quarters so yeah, I think what makes high school unique is it doesn't look vanilla. Like a lot of NBA games and a lot of college games look very similar. I think what makes high school basketball very unique is that Wisconsin doesn't have a shot clock and California does. Great. You know, I, yeah. we're not getting them ready to go play collegiate basketball, to be honest with you. How many kids in California actually go and play collegiate basketball? So I just think what makes it unique is that it adds to that chess match of coaching. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would say to coaches, go back. What was the question again? I got off on once I get on the shot clock tirade, it's it's horrible. Yeah, I, I'm just curious if if do you feel like uh, you know most coaches have kind of figured it out now. The whole trip. I do, I do, I do. I think, I think. Uh, was it a little late? Like, did it maybe take? Uh, a little bit longer for some, or do they kind of seem to catch on like it sounds like you have pretty quickly? No, and I think social media helps with that, too. I think it's caught on yeah. faster than it did 10 years ago. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the to be honest with you, I, and I've said this on my podcast, the court's not big enough anymore at the high school level. Yeah. It's too small. Yeah. For the bodies, it's too small. Um, it needs to be – and it definitely isn't big enough at the, at the collegiate level or the NBA level. Yeah. They need to make it longer – or wider or something because these bodies are not normal. Um, and I can even see it, you know, 84 feet is not long enough at the high school level anymore. Um, but there's no Just way. Just make to sure you tack one, one suicide sprint off that when they, when they make the course longer, make right. sure you make the players one less sprint. <laughs> yeah, I know something. Give them more time on the clock when they do that. Um, <laughs> No, but I think there's easy ways. You know, my my I, I tell my wife when I retire, one of my things that I'm going to try to do is get rid of the jump ball in high school basketball. It's the dumbest thing ever. Why do we have a jump yeah. ball? We have one jump yeah, ball. They, the officials can't throw it. And it's like, mm -hmm. and there's no, you're not going to practice. You don't practice how to deal with the jump ball because there's one of them. Like, wanna, let the home team or the visiting team have the ball. Done. And there's either way, both teams. Get the ball twice at the start of it, or I guess it's for the half at once each. But right, right. If there's no other yeah. jump balls, you each get it once, and it's like you're eventually going to go to their team, their thing, and then you'll get it yeah. first. I don't know. <laughs> Silly, because he's you know you got an accountant throwing the ball up. It's not like he's doing this professionally. You know he's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, so another uh, area I'd love to get some of your thoughts on or like uh, just some advice for up and coming coaches who are, you know, young in the game. Imagine yourself 10, 15 years ago and you're getting into this world. What, what would some advice, what would you give this uh, path to you? Uh, I'd find a mentor, um, someone that you can lean on and talk to, especially early. I had several of them. Um, 
I would also, you never can stop learning. You know, obviously I'm a book person. You can see that. Um, yeah. And I love Audible. Audible is the best invention ever because I can walk the dogs and listen to a book. Um, so never stop learning is the other thing I would tell. Um, and then don't be stubborn. You know, I'm going to be a man guy. Well, you might move to a community that everyone's five, seven. You're not going to be a man guy if everyone's five, seven. So, you yeah. know, um, just be open to new things. Um, keep learning um, and find a mentor. If I think if you do those, your career will, you know, and remember you're, you're, you're grooming young men or young women. Um, you know, they don't, rem to be honest with you, they don't remember the wins and losses. They do remember the big ones. If you want to say yeah. they remember those they remember like the year we won the state title with wesley in 05 um i have them fill out an exit thing and their biggest thing was the road trips we took the bus trips you know we went to yeah they won us they won the first state they won the first the school state title and that was like fourth on their list it's like yeah so just perspective is sometimes hard for us because we're all competitive and want to win. Um, but in the long term, it's not necessarily that stuff, you know, and it's easier for the old dog, the porch dog to see that than the, you know, the young. Puppy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. A, the puppies is harder. Yeah. Yeah. Another uh, topic that's, that's kind of buzzing right now lately is the whole concept of sports specialization. So say you got a freshman coming in, all they want to do is play basketball coach. I'm just going to play four years of basketball. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, um, I don't, I like multiple sport athletes. I like guys that will compete. Um, yeah. Now I can, we, in a big school, it's hard to play three sports. Like in our school, we're over 2,500. Yeah. It is really hard to be, competitive in three sports when by the time you get to high school before high school kids should play as many sports as they humanly possible there'll be there's studies have been done the studies have done less injuries better for competitiveness better for lifelong learning all that stuff before they're yep. 15 they should play as many sports as they can they will have less knee injuries less ankle injuries all that because they're basically cross training so once you get to high school I don't love single sport athletes. I love multiple sport athletes. Um, uh, I've had a bunch of NFL guys come through my thing that are, you know, like three or four of them that are playing in the NFL. And they were great. I mean, you know, they were great basketball yep. players. They were good basketball players. They were great basketball. They were good basketball players, but great athletes. Um, but it, they were playing with their friends. They, they you know, they, they still have memories of those. So, um, you know, I would say a minimum of two. I, I, I love, I'm just, to be honest with you, when I'm picking a team, I'm picking the competitors. You know, yeah. I, I tell a story of like when I was growing up, we couldn't play board games in our family because yeah. no one would talk to each other for like a week after we played Monopoly. We're so competitive. <laughs> play Monopoly. So that's the kind of player I'm looking for. And the ones that do that play more than one sport. Now, you know, and it's also better physically for them. There's a time and a place to become a one sport athlete it's the stats teacher in me. It's a very small part of that bell shaped curve. It's the ones that should be playing a, yeah. an EYBL. Those are the, those kids. Okay. I get it. The LeBron's of the world. Don't even get on the football field. Just, just play basketball. <laughs> yes. And I get those kids, but they are one half yeah. of 1%, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Playing games you, are you, fun. You, but. A lot of uh, college coaches that like there's something I've seen recently where uh, 
Coach Orgeron, LSU, goes to high school campuses and he says, you know, what's his what's his 100 time? What's his uh, – does he play basketball too? He wants to know that. He's more interested in those. Right. Have you seen that same with basketball coaches? Yeah, I have. And the thing is they want to know. Like um, like Jake Ferguson, who's a tight end for the Badgers this year, he's a sophomore, I think. Is he a sophomore or junior? Anyway, the head coach came watch basketball practice. Like, they want to see that, and they want to see that they're competitors. Like, Jake was a good basketball player, but he wasn't, you know, all conference player. He was a good player, but he would he'd run through that wall for me if if I told him. Yeah, and that's what they want to see. So I I love. And the problem is, it's like I, I I give my students life lessons every day. Usually, it's about follow the money. All this specialization is about a lot of people making a lot of money on your kid. I'm telling yeah. you right now, yeah. it really is. It's not about them becoming, you know, this NCAA basketball player. No, it's about somebody making a buck on your kid. Um, yeah. And there's good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. There's great people that will help you. and into, But play as many sports. You're only in high school once. Is what that's. I preach that from the, the highest mountain, to be honest with you. Awesome. All right, so I'm pretty much ready to wrap up here. The only other thing I'd love to get some uh, thoughts from you on are just, uh, in general, your your podcast and your uh, website and YouTube videos. Is there anything that you want to say to kind of represent that? What you can no, I mean, the, first of all, uh, probably 80, 80% of the stuff I put out there is free. You know, I just, like, yeah. I'm putting out my podcast. I'm putting out mm-hmm. YouTube channel. I'm tweeting stuff. And then Teach Hoops is basically, I have a subscription service for basketball coaches. So I just literally got off a phone with a coach from San Diego before you and I talked. And we were just talking basketball. So it's, I love you know, San Diego. Yeah, 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 I like San Diego. I'd move to San Diego. There's like, you I just, went you to just, school there. I you should see that there's San like Diego. literally like 14 inches of snow outside my window right now. Um, oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, so that's why. You know, it's part of like, you know, yeah, it's, it's time. It's like, basically people are paying for my time and resources. So, um, yeah, I, I think teach hoops is a great thing. Um, you know, it's yeah. Anyway, I do. And the podcasting, I'm assuming you're, you're pretty passionate about it. You're gonna it's good. It's good. It's uh, it, you, trust me. I, t- I put out five a week in co- basketball coach unplugged and one a week in high school hoops. It's uh, it's it's a job. Trust me, I like doing it, but it's yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now that I think about it, and uh, we really haven't even touched on such tragic news about what happened with Kobe, but um, crazy. I had mentioned to you in an email prior about a, a brand ambassador that we're working with. His name is Mike Procopio. So he actually trained Kobe. No. Quite a bit. He also worked with the Mavs, I think, for like four or five years at Dallas Mavericks. And it does a lot of like personal consulting now. Um, I mean, obviously right now it probably isn't the best time. I'm sure he's, you know, just oh, as yeah. devastated if not more than most people. But I think in the future, if you'd be interested at all, Mike has been featured. I think he did the Coach 2 podcast the other day. Okay. Um, maybe a different one, a, bas- a different basketball one. So he's starting to kind of uh, dive into the social. Yeah, give him my stuff. I usually, um, I'm telling you, I'll be honest. I usually batch these things. So once basketball season's over, I'm in full throttle until next basketball season. So 
Okay. Like, I literally have like the next six weeks already in the queue. They're done. I don't yeah. even want to think yeah. about it. You know, it's like. So in uh, the summers, you typically kind of just take that time off and refresh. Yeah. So I, in the spring and the fall is basically when I go and I'll, I'm, I'm doing interviews on weekends at night and all that stuff. It. Cause I'm just trying to get material even, at that point. Even like a next fall thing, you know, there's okay. no rush on it, but I think, I mean, Man, he—I've he, talked to him a few times, and like he knows basketball. He'd be great. Yeah. He'd be great. Very I'm always looking for. I'm always looking. I'm always looking for. Yeah. New content. So. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, I have nothing else. So thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. This stuff will be going out. I'll be creating some content uh, for the end of February. Um, okay. It'll be going out then. I want to also do some stuff down the road. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have quotes from this interview that I feel like I can turn into, you know, three or four different articles. Um, okay. Perfect. Even if it's just a quote or two of you, of you, and I kind of plug it in a different article. But thanks again, man. Awesome. And, uh, no problem. What's going on? And, right. um, Anytime. Yeah, I see the I see the Under Armour shirt. We work with Under Armour a lot. So I, I do. I won't tell you that we're college town right now. I won't tell you that, but you know, oh. I, I won't tell you that. But we have some, we have a, we have a BCN. BCN's been trying, BCN's been working hard to try to get into our district hard. They've been working hard. Yeah. Yes. And have. Huh? Wait, who has been working hard? You, you guys have been working hard to get in. Yes, I don't know who the rep yeah. is. I don't know who the rep is, but. Um, I don't either. To be honest, I know nothing about the sales side here yet. I, I just do marketing. <laughs> they've been working hard, but yeah, they're one of your they're one of your rivals. College Town's one of your rivals, so yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. either way, I mean, I'll shoot you another email, and if you want to give us sizes and stuff, we can send you some free Under Armour stuff. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know what I'm looking? What What I love is dry fit stuff. Like when I yeah, we have a lot of that. Love that t-shirt stuff. Oh my god, yeah. So, so I'll reach out back to you about that and the shipping address, and then I'll keep you posted about the content and all that. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yep. See ya. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.